So, Mike Broomhead, it seems like we just did this. That weekend went by so fast. I know, I know. You know, they say the first five days after the weekend are the roughest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jamie. Happy Monday, everyone, if there is such a thing. And it surely is a Monday. Uh, we have so much to get to that happened over the weekend. The Inflation Reduction Act. We're going to get to that here immediately. And uh, the border issues. There's new, uh, new audio from the mayor of New York, furious with what Texas is doing. So we're going to get into that a little bit as well. And then a story about Valley teachers, um, uh, I guess I should say parents, that were uh, upset with some things that were happening in schools over the, you know, with mask mandates and curriculum. And once again, people acting poorly, this time not necessarily the school board, but another group of people that are, let's say, supporters of the teachers unions in Arizona and how they're handling things. So we're going to get to all of it today. It's a big news day on the show. Uh, we've got to start with the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, a couple of things you need to hear on this is uh, we Chuck Schumer um, is talking about Americans paying taxes. Uh, a couple of things I want you to hear from the guy that leads the Senate and how happy they are with this bill. To make sure that nurses and teachers and firefighters and middle class families don't pay more in taxes than the billion dollar corporations. Once again, that's the same old class warfare argument we've been having forever. So, you know, then he taught. I want you to hear what this is really about. This is him talking about this. And uh, this is what I think this uh, this is actually all about. The Senate has now passed the most significant bill to fight the climate crisis ever. And it's going to make a difference to my grandkids. Okay, so this again, this is in my opinion, I've been saying this, if you're a listener to the show and have been for a while, you know my stance on this. The number one issue in this administration is, was, and always will be climate change. Every decision they make comes out of that area. How does it affect the climate? Does it affect the climate? What can we do about climate change? I just think even if you agree with that principle, you should be concerned because um, the timing of it is terrible. Of all people... Of all people that I would come on this show and say, I agree with this person, there are two people I would be shocked at. One of them is Nancy Pelosi. The other one is this guy. I want to take a moment to say a few words about the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that we are debating this evening. And I say so-called, by the way, because according to the CBO and other economic organizations who have studied this bill, it will, in fact, have a minimal impact on inflation. So, again, if you want to call this the Green New Deal, the Climate Act, listen to the victor go the spoils. I'm not a sore loser. You've got a tie in the Senate, with effect, which effectively means the Democrats win in most cases because the vice president is a Democrat. You have the White House. You have the executive branch. And the House of Representatives, even though it's a, a, a slim majority, has the majority. And that's a majority body. All you have to have is a one-vote majority and you win. So if you are able to get things passed, I'm complaining because I think it's wrong. But I, I'm just saying I, I am not a sore loser. But call it what it is. Call it what it is. It is not an Inflation Reduction Act. As a matter of fact, all experts are saying it's going to have minimal or no effect. There are other experts. The Congressional Budget Office is saying this will actually, for most people, cause them to pay more for prescription drugs, not less. That doesn't mean everything in a bill is bad, but the timing of this is terrible. It is uh, going to have costs rise. And a few uh, a few things, a few other things people have been saying about this. Um, 
This is uh, Bernie Sanders also talking about uh, fossil fuels. Under this legislation, the fossil fuel industry will receive billions of dollars in new tax breaks and subsidies over the next 10 years on top of the $15 billion in tax breaks and corporate welfare that they already receive every year. That's my, my – I love the phraseology, and I've talked about this quite a bit. And when they talk about corporate welfare, what they're talking about tax breaks, that means you're going to take less from them. That's You're not giving them anything. You're taking less from them. So if you are if you are at dinner with your significant other and your significant other wants a, a taste of your meal and takes like a, a third of your piece of chicken and you're like, that's my dinner. Well, you're lucky. I was going to take half, but I only took a third. So I'm actually giving you back some of you. No, you're not. You are not giving me anything. You are taking less from me. And that's the way we should be looking at this. So a couple of other comments that were made by people. This is uh, this is Marsha Blackburn. She is a Republican from Tennessee. A package that costs nearly a trillion dollars, yet is somehow still marketed as the Inflation Reduction Act. And that is where it all comes from. The government prints money. The government creates inflation. We don't. We don't create currency. They do. And they also are the ones that are spending more and more money. So I'll go back to the same argument I've made for the last few weeks. The president of the United States, when the gas prices were as high as they possibly could be, went after the oil companies and said, and they're still doing it, look at the record profits of Shell Oil. Look at all the money that ExxonMobil is making. Record profits. This is obscene. Cut your prices for the good of the American people. It's your patriotic duty. You're getting record revenue because of this. Because of this, you're taking advantage of the American people. And we went after the retailers and said to retailers, you should cut your prices, too, until it was explained to them that the retailers make very, very little money on a gallon of gasoline. And it's a very expensive proposition. And that's the other thing. If you want to see gas stations close up, if you want to see where you get gas on the corner close up, and you want to have to drive way out of your way to get gasoline, keep doing this to retailers. They don't make any money on this anyway. And it's it, it, and I again, I'm not speaking out of turn on this. I'm speaking from a place of I'm not an expert, but I know a lot more than most. I used to work on that equipment. I used to install equipment at the gas pumps. I used to work on the pumps underground. I used to do a lot of this stuff. So I know how expensive it is to install and maintain equipment at a gas station. It is very expensive. So they quit going after the retailers, but they went after them for a while. You can look look it up right now about the tax revenue into the Treasury. The United States Treasury is collecting record revenue every single month, every single quarter, and they keep doing it because with inflation, when things cost more, you're paying a percentage in taxes for sales taxes, and that means the income of companies are going up. Companies are paying more in income taxes when they pay their estimated taxes every quarter, and we're seeing huge revenue coming into the United States Treasury, more than ever before. So if they're getting record revenue, why aren't they giving it back to the American people? They're, they aren't. What they're doing is they're now going to hammer businesses all in the name of corporate greed, all in the name of going after the big major corporations that have lawyers and accountants that effectively get their tax rate down to 1% or zero. 
And they're going, that's the mindset of what they're doing. Except in that dragnet of taxation, they are going to catch a lot of corporations that aren't doing that and can't afford to pay more or shouldn't have to pay more. They're paying more in wages. The supply chain issues have caused this inflation as causing so much of of an increase in prices for what they deliver, whatever it is that they manufacture or deliver. And so their costs have gone up exponentially. Their profits have dwindled, especially if look at the service industry. This bothers me more than anything. The restaurant companies, even major chains, but even but especially the small companies, you look at what they're paying for what they're cooking and how their profit margins have dwindled because it's costing so much and you're going to price yourself out of the ability um, to to serve your your customers. Your customers are not going to spend $30 for an order of chicken wings. They're not going to spend $25 for an order of chicken wings. You know, and I always use that example because that's a staple on menus that are at, you know, the very basic takeout places up to high end places have their own version of chicken wings on the menu and things have cost so much more. And the government passes this and it's going to pass the House. There's no doubt about that. And the president's going to sign it. They're going to call it a victory for the American people. And it's going to do nothing to solve the inflation problem. And I'm going to make another prediction that's going to make some people angry. It's not going to do anything for climate change. And so this is uh, the government getting bigger at a time when the economy is on the verge of a big recession. And I'm giving them every benefit of the doubt by saying verge. I'm going with their phraseology. The timing couldn't be worse. So when we, we watch this happen over and over and over again, and I'm going to ask the people that believe in, in these things that continue to happen, how has your life improved? Your life hasn't improved, and the middle class always gets squeezed. The lower end of the economic spectrum has subsidies. They subsidize health care. They subsidize food, and so they get subsidies to keep up with the cost of living increases so that they are able to keep their heads above water, and wealthy people can absorb these things. They can eat it. And it's a it's a pain and it's uh, they don't like it, but it doesn't necessarily change their lifestyle very much. The middle class changes dramatically, dramatically. So we're going to talk more about that, the dramatic changes and what it really means a little bit later this morning. In a moment, the battle between New York City, Texas and Arizona to some degree, but New York City and Texas now has reached a new level. We're going to talk about that in a moment and tell you what the latest is. We're even going to let you hear from the mayor of New York. All that's happening in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Bloomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. And thanks for being here. School is back in session. If you know a remarkable Valley teacher that is deserving of $2,500, you can nominate a teacher in our Pay Tribute to a Teacher program by texting the word TEACHER to 411923. Text TEACHER to 411923. Nominate a teacher today. It's Pay Tribute to a Teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. So let's talk about the border. I want you to hear a little bit from the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, and he is upset that another busload of migrants have been sent from Texas to New York City. And uh, here is just a little bit of what his comments were. 
I have to provide services for families that are here, and that's what we're going to do. And that's what we, our responsibility uh, as a city, uh, you know, I'm proud that this is a right to shelter state, and we're going to continue to do that. And that's, I, I, again, I, one of the things I love about states' rights issues, and I think on both sides of the political aisle, there should be more people focusing on this. California has every right to be California. New York has every right to be New York. And it shouldn't matter that there is a Republican president, uh, Republicans running the House and the Senate. shouldn't matter. You should be able to exist and, and be the state you want to be. If you want to be um, a, a shelter state, a sanctuary state, you have a right to be that with everything that comes with it. And places like Arizona and Texas, if they decide they don't want to be, they have a right to exist that way and let people migrate accordingly. And I I think that's the way the founding fathers had done this, starting with the Constitution. So I, I have no argument with him there. But now this is the part where it gets interesting about forced busing. Some of the families are on the bus that wanted to go to other locations and they were not allowed to do so. They were forced on the bus uh, with uh, the understanding that they were going to other locations that they wanted to go to. And when they tried to explain, they were not allowed to do so. Well, I don't necessarily believe that. I will tell you that uh, we are busing and, and sending people all over the country. So there was a response from Governor Abbott of Texas to uh, the mayor saying that this was horrific. I think there's been a couple of busloads of people that have gone to New York, and he called it horrific. So here's the tweet from Governor Abbott of Texas. New York City mayor says this is horrific. Did he say it was horrific when Biden flew plane loads into New York? Nope. Horrific is Biden's policy of letting in 2 million illegal immigrants. The New York mayor has no idea how horrific it really is. And I think that is absolutely the truth. Everyone that is upset that Texas and Arizona are are chartering buses, you're not paying attention to what's happening because the federal government has been chartering buses and airplanes for a couple of years now. And sending illegal immigrants all over the place here in Arizona at Sky Harbor Airport. And somebody fact check me. You know, you don't have to believe a word I say. Six days a week, buses show up at the 44th Street Station for the Sky Train that goes into Sky Harbor Airport. It is just south of the light rail station, and it's the Sky Train that goes into Sky Harbor Airport. The stop after that is the East Economy lot. That's where I park when I fly, so I ride that same train into Terminal 4 when I fly out. Then it goes on to other terminals. People are dropped off. They have money or whatever they need, and they're flying all over the country, sometimes on like a private organization's dime. Sometimes it's families that send them money, but they're flying. Flying all over the country. And so a lot of these people, they are flying without ID, which is another issue that people are talking about. And so they're trying to figure out that situation. But this has been going on forever. Who's chartering those buses that are showing up at Sky Harbor Airport six days a week? And that's been going on for well over a year. I've seen the camera video. I've seen the cameras of them showing up. And so where's the outrage? And that's what's so funny about this, the political lines that people draw. If it's outrageous for Arizona and Texas to say, you want to go to New York? We'll send you to New York. It's going to be cheaper for us to charter a bus and take you to where you want to go in New York or wherever. 
then it's going to be for us to keep you here because we are overwhelming our services as well. And if Mayor Adams is happy to be a sanctuary city, then they can be. Then keep the people there and give them sanctuary. And again, I'm not a hateful person. I understand the plight of people that want a better life. When you're breaking the law to the extent that this is happening, when we have millions of people coming here illegally, it has to stop. It has to stop for the good of our national security. It has to stop for the good of all of the organizations that are are helping people like this. Charitable organizations later on when we talk deeper about the economy and where it is on the show, there is a story out that food banks are finding greater need and falling help. People are not as able to help anymore and there are more people in need. Those are American citizens. But hunger doesn't know a border. So when you're here, those organizations help them as well. And this is where I just think we should be. Um, more mindful of what's happening. If you're furious that Texas and Arizona is doing this and it's a photo op and it's, well, there's a reason why the Biden administration is doing exactly the opposite, which is putting them on planes and buses in the dark of the night so there isn't a photo op. So it, it is a mess. There is no doubt it's a mess and it's the job of the federal government to fix it and they absolutely refuse. Absolutely, unequivocally refuse. Coming up in a few moments, Gatos joins me. It's the Big Q poll question of the day. We do it every day at just about 8.50. And then coming up just after 9 o'clock, we are going to talk about crime rates and what some police departments are now doing, calling it triaging crime and how dangerous that might be. That's all coming up in just a few moments. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Good morning, Gatos. Oh, I'm here ready to go. It's great to have me on the show. It is, as always. How was your weekend? I was a bachelor. Uh, my wife was out of town. Uh, she went to see our son in uh, Texas. So uh, I, uh, I, 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 I ate food I shouldn't have eaten. I, I stayed up late, uh, made the house a mess, and then I quickly had to clean it all up before I went and picked her up from the airport. Well, see, all except for that last part, that's every day for me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got nobody looking at you making sure that, uh, you know, right? that, that, that there's... Do you go home to a mess? Are you a mess? Um, I'm... I would. I am clean, but I am also not neat. Does that make oh. sense? Like I like have you, mail all over the counter. Yeah, you walk through the door, pants come off right away. You yep. throw them in the kitchen. Absolutely not in the kitchen. Not but, in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that is some way to live. That's I will right. Tell you. That's right. Yeah, it was funny because I had all these, uh, uh, you know, I, I played softball Friday, so I came home and, you know, it was hot, you know, and, and I think the clothes that I took off, I think they stayed in the living room for three days. See? I, Isn't that yeah. great? Oh, it was a nice break in the weekend. I, I eat, you know, I eat in front of the TV, so I have a coffee table and, a, and the couch. So every once I walk by, and the salt will still be on the table, or you know what I mean, or, or something dropped off the plate onto the glass, and I think nobody here to complain. No, I'm glad she's back. Let me tell you, but uh, you know, for a couple of days, uh, I lived like a slob, and it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. All right, are you ready for the cue? I am absolutely ready. All right, what is the number one issue for Arizona's next governor? I guess it, it's different, you know, you got a Republican and a Democrat, but, uh, you know, what is the number one issue? What are you going to tackle first? So I got education, border, economy, and D, not the 2020 election. Hmm. <laughs> 
I would, threw that in there. Yeah. That should not be a, a <laughs> that should not be something talked about anymore. But I'm sure it will. So I, I don't know. Education, border, economy, Delhi. I'm sure I left something out. But those are at least yeah. you know. Three well, those those the first three are in, in maybe not in that order in my mind. Are the three biggest issues in Arizona? And I think it depends if you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, what order you put them in. You think so? You don't think the economy is number one for everyone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Either the economy or education. I guess if you're and a I would Democrat, say, I would say Democrat, Independent. You might flip flop the other two. Yeah, but and yeah. I still think for everybody, it's economy. Inflation's a big deal. What we're going to do next? You know, sure. I, I think that's a that's huge for so many people. I, that's a great question. But you know, uh, again, what can what can a, what can a governor do about the border if you have a president who ignores it? I mean, all you can really do is complain and yell and show, go down there and show what's going on. But I don't I don't know what what our you know our next governor can even do about. It. You're not finishing the wall. That's not going to happen. You know allowed to do it but i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens we've got a couple uh, interesting months ahead absolutely we do and it's a great question and it's good to talk to you again and i'm looking forward to tomorrow all right go home pick your pants up you got it out loud you, you got right. it gatos that's gatos on the big q poll question of the day brought to you by your valley toyota dealers what we're going to do coming up just after nine o'clock is talk about crime what is triaging crime you can probably guess and there are some law enforcement agencies saying that's exactly what they have to do triage crime we'll talk about that danger next